It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Buckeye Weekly Podcast. I am Tony Gerdeman here with Tom Moore for our selection show for Smarch Madness. Tom, what a great day. You play all year. You start with practice in the fall. You play all winter. You go through the conference tournaments, and it all leads up to this. This is the moment when 68 teams will find out did they make the, the field for the most prestigious event on the entire college sporting calendar? Exactly, and, and we'll get to the we'll get to the number one seeds here in a sec. But we are doing um, it's uh, our Ohio State uh, things, Ohio State campus bracket. We've got regions and Tom. We even have uh, live via satellite pictures of of some of these teams as they wait to hear their names called. So that'll be fun. We'll see uh, see some of their reactions, maybe some sad faces, maybe some happy faces. I don't know, but should we get right to it with the uh, with the one seeds? I think let's let's get right into it. Let's not let's not keep everyone waiting. Starting in the East region, the number one seed is Script Ohio. You know, Script Ohio. It is uh, kind of universally accepted as this, the uh, one of the symbols mm-hmm. of Ohio State football, and 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 the school as a whole think that's a that has definitely earned its number one seed. Yeah, I, I don't have any issues with that one. I, I think it's known universally. Uh, the other, the next number one is the the first warm day of the spring on the Oval on the Ohio State campus. It's something that uh, if you've been you've been through Ohio State for any time, at least through the spring and summer, there's uh, there's memories there for I think everyone. Uh, Tom, is that is that is that an unfair rank um, seating? Should they be, should be lower? Are, are you okay with this? You know, I think people are going to look at that and think maybe that's a little high. But you got to remember that first warm day of the spring on the Oval, that has a they are undefeated in quadrant one wins against attending class on the first warm day of the spring. So that, that's a lot of quadrant one wins. I think they they clearly have earned earned that number one seed there. Absolutely. Next is in the Southwest region, the Outer End, the number one seed in the Southwest region. Uh, for me, maybe would have been the number one overall. I don't know what the committee, uh, what, what they were thinking. Uh, but this one, uh, maybe they are the number one over, overall seed. But uh, tough to argue with this one if you are um, over 21. <laughs> I think the, the only thing that might hurt the outer end here 
some of the best times at the outer end may not be times that, that people necessarily remember. So that, mm-hmm. that may have hurt them in the committee's mind as they were kind of going through the, the overall bracket to find the number one overall seed. You know what might also hurt is some of those memories may be painful from actually like falling down all of the stairs to get to the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. there and is the, that. The, the, bathrooms, the bathrooms there, um, you know, if there's a weakness, it's the bathrooms <laughs> at the outer end. That is very, very true. The the fourth number one seed, oh, look at this. In the West region, the Varsity Club. Uh, certainly an Ohio State staple, off-campus staple for, for decades, maybe uh, – Maybe even millennia. Yeah, it was it was their last millennium. So yeah, I guess that is that is technically true. That's that is a uh, timeless rivalry on the Ohio State campus. You know, you you'll get your outer end fans, you'll get your varsity club fans. Two two programs that have have been producing at a very high level for a very long time. Both have have strong strong supporters, mm-hmm. and uh, one of one of the great rivalries in Ohio State. Yeah, in the varsity club, it's. It's known beyond just the Ohio State campus. People come from whenever they come from uh, from around the state. You know, they like to make make a make a stop there and, and be there and just and just watch it and watch what goes on at the Varsity Club because there's a lot of action there. They uh, it can be high flying sometimes. It spreads out a little bit and, and um, it can get sloppy. Granted, but mm-hmm. still, even even at its sloppiest, it's still high quality action. Yeah, it can it can get a little turnover prone on uh, on football Saturday mornings, but you know who among us has not gotten a little little turnover prone at some point on a football Saturday morning? I, I would say though the Sunday mornings uh, down that alley and on that block, they do not have great Sunday mornings. No, <laughs> no, that's probably true. Nor nor do the people who uh, spend their Saturdays there. Probably. Yes. So that, those are the the four number one seeds. We'll get to the rest of the. Uh, we'll start breaking down the rest of the brackets after a word from our corporate champions. Tom, did you put the commercials in? <laughs> that's that's a no. All right. So let's no. begin. Uh, we'll start with the. Um, we'll, we'll rattle off some of these matchups and then and then we'll talk about it. The the one sixteen matchup. First of all, there's a play in at the sixteen seed in the East Region between Summer's Heat and Winter's Cold. The winner will then face Script Ohio. That's the one versus sixteen. The eight versus nine. Oh look at this. Eight seed not owls versus the nine seed skull session. There's gonna be some interesting things there. Uh we'll get into that one. The five twelve, the five walking down. Frat Row on game day with the best damn band in the land music blasting from both sides of the street on speakers, out windows, and on porches. That's the five seed. The number 12 seed, Larry's. Hmm. And then the four versus 13, the four seed, Block O versus the 13 seed, Madaritaville. Now, Tom, let's talk about these. Any of these four matchups uh, stick out for you right away? You know that five twelve with uh, walking down fifteenth on uh, game day. That's had a great run. Mm-hmm. It's had a great season. Always a very consistent performer. Larry's Larry's is exactly the kind of venue that has. If it gets hot, it can pull that classic five twelve upset. Larry's Larry's has mm-hmm. a strong strong core of supporters. It's not. It is not a 
high major powerhouse, but it is the kind of mid major that if it gets hot, it might it might surprise some people. In my experience, Larry's is a pretty surly team. They they they're angry. Mm-hmm. They they carry a chip on their shoulder. They they don't really care for um, outsiders, and and I think they would see this, this five seed uh, of Fifteenth Street, Fifteenth uh, Avenue, as one of those outsiders. The four thirteen I like Blocko mm-hmm. versus Madaritaville. Madaritaville students would come out and camp for tickets. Versus, so you've got the basketball student fans versus Blocko, which is the 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 football student fans. I, I, watch out with this one. Blocko, a little soft. Madaritaville camp outside. Those dudes were hardcore. Blocko, I, I think. As a as a former member of Blocko, I know how soft I was. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I used to play for Blocko, Madaritaville. I, I don't camp outside, and I, and I wouldn't consider myself of that that stature. So I yeah, I like that thirteen seed, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, maybe they make it to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, again, it, it's a little like Larry's where. It's probably a little bit smaller of a program, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of dedication there. Now you will you will block O, obviously, a longtime respected power at Ohio State and a group that easily could make the sweet sixteen. But yeah, that, that that's another feisty underdog there that, that uh, you gotta keep an eye on. Block O is also easily distracted. Sometimes they're not focused on the game. You know, they're they're not focused on, on what's going on, they're worried about themselves. And I think that that's kind of selfish basketball at times. So, you know, just, just keep that in mind. All right, let's go with the, let's start with the next four games in the East region, which is the six seed Apollos versus the number 11 seed studying in the library. Hmm. Then we go down to the, ooh, the three seed Buckeye Donuts against the 14 seed intramural sports, followed by the seven seed Hound Dogs against the 10-seed Dick's Den. And then we've got the two-seed Sweatshirt Weather in the Fall against the 15-seed Buckeye Hall of Fame Cafe. Tom, any of those four stick out for you right now? Yeah, there's, there's this is a loaded uh, section of the bracket to me. Sweatshirt Weather in the Fall, number two-seed, easily could have been the number one to me, mm, easily. Mm, wow. Um, Apollos, you know... If they play this game at 2 a.m., Apollos could really make a run because you will you will have a strong, strong, mm-hmm. strong supporter contingent for, for Apollos. The later in the evening that game goes, the stronger Apollos support is going to be. And, you know, that, that Smoke and Joe's Hound Dogs combination, I know it's just a seven seed. Very, very feisty underdog. That's a team I don't like. I don't like the matchup with Sweatshirt Weather in the Fall. And as we all know, wow. the, turn, the tournament is all about matchups. Mm-hmm. That that seven seed Smoking Joe's Hound Dogs uh, combination with a with a better matchup with the two, that's a seven seed that I could see reaching reaching the Sweet Sixteen or maybe even Elite Eight. I just I don't like the matchup with Sweatshirt Weather in the Fall. Oh, so you think you do think Sweatshirt Weather in the Fall will at least get past the Buckeye Hall of Fame Cafe? Uh, yes, and, and I think I think Sweatshirt Weather in the Fall is is a strong strong uh, Final Four candidate here. I I, I would I would. Say if I was filling out my bracket right now, and uh, you know that I am, mm-hmm. uh, I, I would I would have sweatshirt weather in the fall as quite possibly my uh, my final four team out of this bracket. 
they say, uh, what do they say? Styles make games. Styles make fights. Uh, this mm. this Apollos versus studying in the library. Two very distinct and different <laughs> styles. Two, two One, different ways you can spend your evening at Ohio State. Exactly. One uh, is like like Apollos. It's it's a heavier brand of of play, and it's um, maybe even a little greasier, if you will. Studying in the library, you don't feel bad like watching them, but you kind of like. I I wish they were more exciting. Apollos, I can get behind that. I like their style of play. Studying in the library, yes, they hit their free throws. Yes, they play the game the right way. But I just get tired of that. I I, I kind of like to see stuff, you know, I be a little crazy. Uh, and that's why I like Apollos here in this matchup. The winner of that, facing the winner of Buckeye Donuts and Intramural Sports. The Intramural Sports, there's so many levels to their play some of it is not very good mm-hmm, some true. of it some of you know sometimes they're good uh but when they're at their worst uh I, as a 13 seed here or as a as a 14 seed here i i think they're almost too highly ranked uh, uh seated and i i don't see things going f- well for them against buckeye donuts well buckeye donuts is a uh you're you're asking people to rank uh, junk food versus exercise, which I think, you know, I think I think that's one of the more lopsided matchups on the board. You know, you will have intramural sports will have its may make a run. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you think about if you were uh, if you ever played like the lowest level of ice hockey, the D League ice hockey, uh, you would play at uh, one in the morning, and those were always some entertaining and memorable games, but. Uh, I think that might be just a little bit too niche to defeat a uh, a longtime crowd favorite like Buckeye Donuts. I, I'm looking at already ahead to that second round matchup of Apollos and Buckeye Donuts. Mm-mm, no, uh, 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 Apollos Apollos could be could be a little bit of a sleeper here. Uh, I think Apollos is a lot of a sleeper. I I just I think Buckeye Donuts is, is a popular pick. People like them because it's it's kind of it's chalk. You know they're they're afraid mm-hmm. to go away from it. But don't, yeah, definitely don't sleep on Apollos, even when you're eating it at three in the morning, when you, when you really should sleep, but don't sleep on your Apollos because you're going to wake up. You're going to feel terrible. Just stay up a little bit longer, watch some television, let things digest a bit, you know, and then go to bed. So that's the East region. Tom, are you ready to uh, take a look at the South region or do we need to, do we need to take a break for commercials? Well, I, I think I, I would like to get your pick because I think I'm taking sweatshirt weather in the fall to advance to the final ooh, four out of that bracket. Ooh, who, okay. who, who are you taking there? If um, if I have to take a pick, and, and we're going with our final four picks right now, in this bracket, I I think Apollos gets hot. That, for me, I like them to get hot and to – if they can just get past Buckeye Donuts, then I – Although you know sweatshirt weather in the fall, that's hmm. are shorts still permitted at that point? I I think so. I mean, we're not. I don't think there's. Yeah. It, it just says sweatshirt weather. So I think. No, it, I you think, know what? I think we're talking that first that first I, football game when yeah, it's you're like right. fifty degrees when you're walking to the game that first morning in the morning. Yeah, I mm, think. That's, I, I think you're you're still yeah, in shorts territory. Right, and and it feels like football. There's. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I, I'm I'm going to go with two uh, the two seed coming. I'm going with sweatshirt weather in the fall coming out of there, uh, which is an interesting contrast. Should they um, should they match up with the number one seed in the South region coming up? Yes, yes. So as we move to the South region, the the number one seed first warm day of spring on the oval will be uh, matched up with the 16th seed cluck you chicken. And then we have the number eight, the eight seed ramp entrance for a football game, uh, battling the nine seed Bahama Mamas from uh, the Ohio State Commons. Then you have the five seed Mamas Pasta and Brew facing the 12 seed to go ice cream at the Commons. Wow, two, two Commons items in the same bracket. This could get interesting. And then, of course, we'll uh, start here with the stop here with the four seed Buckeye stickers against the thirteen seed Spring Game, and of course, there is no Spring Game this year, but they uh, it is still very much alive in our bracket. So, Tom, any of those four games, those four matchups, uh, stick out to you right now? You know, Mama's Pasta and Brew. I know that it is no longer there. That's a program that has such a passionate following among the people who among its fans there you will not find a much more passionate fan base that that's a spot where i know you know i know buckeye stickers are one of the most visible symbols of of the school i think mama's pasta and brew you could have a little bit of a nostalgia fueling Mm -hmm. a run there and you know the first warm day of the spring on the oval undefeated undefeated in, in every way I, I think that Mama's Boston Brew though probably gets to the uh, probably gets to the at least Sweet Sixteen there. Yeah, and you're right. There is going to be the emotional tug there. Uh, Mama's Boston Brew they also get the most out of their team. Yeah, and and they bring it all together every time on the court uh, to go ice cream. I, I think is is a is an underrated seed. I, they should be a 12 seed, 12 or 13, something like that. I'm not saying they're underrated. I'm saying maybe people haven't seen them enough. They, while they're watching their 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 sweatshirt weather in the fall, they're not necessarily paying attention to ESPNU to watch the to go ice cream at the Commons. When after you have a nice meal, as you're walking out, you get an ice cream cone to go. You know, you just and then and then you go about your business. I I I, I think people are, are will will forget about that and just see Mama's pasta and brew and go boom. That's who I'm picking. So and that that's fine. That's fine. The uh, Tom, any any uh, chance of a you say uh, the first warm day of spring on the oval is undefeated? Any chance of a one sixteen upset here with Cluck You Chicken? You, you know, I, I'm extremely familiar with Cluck You Chicken. That was a uh, it, it is a long gone now um, hot spot on South Campus, which served not particularly outstanding food in a not particularly hygienic environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was certainly certainly a fan favorite. Uh, during its heyday, I, but I, I think the warm first warm day of the spring on the oval is just is such a juggernaut. I just I can't see that happening. You know, cluck you chicken. I just got the grease off the bottom of my shoes from that place, and I have had at least forty pairs of shoes since I was last there. That's how greasy that place was. That the the gre the the, the the dirt and the grease would would transfer to the next pair of shoes uh, that I wore, and I was only ever there once. That's all it takes. That's that is all it takes. Let's talk about these next four matchups. The six seed Tommy's Pizza will play the eleven seed, which is a play-in game between Heinegate and the Neutron Man. 
And then we have the three seed of the gold pants tradition going up against the 14 seed threes above high, followed by the seven seed nut house against the 10 seed lantern college kids battling it out. That's going to be a fun one time, but we'll, we'll get to that. And then the two seed, I think this is, this is uh, maybe perhaps America's team, the two seed walking out of the last final of the quarter facing 15 seed Gumby's pizza. This group of four here is, is very interesting to me. Tom, what sticks out for you? Well, there's just there's not a real weak team here. I mean, Gumby's mm-hmm. Pizza is the 15 seed, obviously, coming in as a huge underdog. You, you get those pepperoni rolls, though. When you have those pepperoni rolls on your side, you never know. The pepperoni rolls get hot, mm-hmm. start hitting some threes. You never know. There is not, you know, walking out of the last final of the quarter, obviously, has a fantastic, fantastic history and reputation. Gold pants. It's, you know, it, it is literally just about beating Michigan. And what do Ohio State people like beating more than Michigan? Probably nothing. But every single team, including the teams on that uh, on that uh, play-in game, even even the superfan, Neutron Man, the last good superfan. So, yeah, there's there's I, I look for Neutron Man to beat Heinegate. Uh, Heinegate, I think, mm. is... Uh, you know, maybe maybe not not remembered as fondly as Neutron Man, um, but yeah, there's 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 some strong teams there. The Lantern is obviously a personal. Uh, there's a personal connection there for me as a former Lantern sports editor. I, I just I don't know if that's going to be something that connects with the rest of uh, the. If that's something that will spill over to the to the results at large, though. Right with the Nut House, I, I don't know if um, like this factors in. Uh, but a lot of them wear Zubaz pants, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's that, that's a good thing or a bad thing. And, and so I, I'm torn on that. I, I, I've seen I've seen them play basketball, not very impressive. But again, I, I think people like you. I don't think they when they look at the lantern as yeah, that doesn't really suit, uh, or they're not really going to be into that. They see the nut house and yes, they know the nut house. And you know, Tom, as we know, when you're filling out the, filling out your brackets, so much of it is, I know this team. I've seen this team. I haven't seen that team. So I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, 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 why would I take them? I've, I've seen these. I know these guys, I don't know the lantern. And so that, that's where you go. Now, Heinegate to me, you know, kind of like Texas sports, kind of commercial, uh, not really, it's soft. It's it's overbranded. And Neutron Man is, like you said, the last great Ohio State superfan. He was organic. Heinegate used to be organic. Now, not so much. So I like Neutron Man to get out of there. But I don't think either of them stand a chance against Tommy's Pizza, who also has a, a, a devoted following. They, um, boy, you talk to people all across the country, and if you ask them about Ohio State pizza, they'll tell you that nobody plays better than Tommy's. Tommy's Tommy seems like maybe it's a little a little underseated here as a six. Mm-hmm. That's this is a well, this is a tough bracket. You struggle in the, you struggle in the conference tournament, and, and this is what happens. So anytime Gumby's Pizza is a 15 seed, that is an incredible bracket. And Tom, we haven't even gotten to the the craziest bracket yet, in my opinion. We will get there. Uh, anything else from the from these four that uh, that stand out for you? Or are you good? No, I think I think we're good. I think we're ready to move on. Yeah, the south the southwest region is the one I think I think the the most exciting battle is going to be in that southwest region. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cha- the ultimate champion might come out of here. So we already know the one seed is the outer end. They, uh, they will be facing in their opening round matchup, the 16 seed of getting towed by Shamrock Towing. Then we have the eight seed Victory Bell facing nine seed Sloopy's Diner. The five seed of getting 80% back on a return to textbook from a bookstore. We'll be facing the 12 seed, The Little Bar. Then you've got the four seed, Texas Straw Hats, facing 13 seed, Help is on the Way. And Tom, if the people out there aren't familiar with Help is on the Way, he is a former uh, high street panhandler who would um, regale you with poems and panhandling, certainly an Ohio State fixture. Boy, looking at these four, Tom. Where do we begin? Credit to 16 seed getting towed by Shamrock. Uh, they they finished the regular season 0-24, but won their conference tournament to get in. Um, good, good for them. Obviously not going to be a big matchup without her in. Uh, that's, uh, that one should be over pretty early. Um, you know, getting 80% back when you're selling textbooks back. That's going to be an interesting one because it was such a thrill, but it happens so rarely mm-hmm. that... You, you, you wonder if that's going to resonate with enough people. And Texas Straw Hats, probably the single most popular commons item uh, over over the decades. That's Help is on the way, I would, I would say, would be a good matchup against a lot of people. The Texas Straw Hats are mm. just so popular that, mm. that you, you wonder if uh, the, they, I would expect the, uh, the higher seed to advance there. Yeah, the... Uh... Getting towed by Shamrock, uh, winning their conference tournament is what was amazing. Uh, and I'm guessing that every other team in that conference tournament had their parking passes out. But Shamrock just said they didn't see them and towed them. And so there you go, forfeit. They win a the conference tournament. For me, help is on the way is one of my standout memories of Ohio State. And Texas Straw Hats, that was what? Uh, Fritos and a scoop of beef. Chili and yeah, it's like ch- chili meat and uh, yeah, like cheese on the top. Yeah, I I love I love everything they do on the court, but mm-hmm. they just don't they, they they haven't they don't stand out when I when I think about them or or, or when I watch it. Eh, but you're right, everything they do I like. Um, so this is this is one that for me probably a little um emotionally too attached uh maybe my, my bias is getting the better of me here in this matchup yeah but but i don't think there's much question that outer in is almost certainly getting out of the top half of this bracket oh yeah oh for sure um i don't see they i don't see any styles of play that would be difficult for them they match up well with everybody they you know they, they can match up with an indoor bar they can match up with an outdoor bar they can match up with a place where you can uh, grab pizza through a wall yeah, there's there's really nothing, no style that they can't uh, compete with and and excel against. They are very very much a, a time would you call them like a positionless bar? Yeah, I, that that's a team that you know we've talked about styles making you know making fights. That's a team where I don't I don't know where the bad matchup is. Like I don't know mm. I don't know who gives Outer in a bad matchup. At least at least in this half of the bracket, we'll see what the other half of the bracket mm, looks like. But. Tom. All right, let's start with the, the bottom half of the bracket. The uh, the six seed Thirsty Scholar will be facing the uh, the play in game of the eleven seed, which is a uh, Mean Mister Mustard's 
facing the the campus hot dog vendors. Uh, so that that is the eleven the play in the play in game for the eleven seed in that bracket. Again, that's Mean Mister Mustards uh, facing the campus hot dog vendor. The winner will play the sixth seed of the thirst of the uh, thirsty scholar. Then Tom, ooh Tom, you get to the three seed Adriaticos facing the fourteen seed Syllabus Day. Then at the set with the seven seed, you've got Catfish Biffs facing the ten seed Hangover Easy, and then the two seed. The senior crawl facing the 15 seed uh, party barn on lane. Tom, go ahead while I try to process what we're about to see. Yeah, you've got a couple great South Campus pizza places, Adriaticos and Catfish Biffs, uh, formerly neighbors, uh, now neighbors on the bracket. That could be potentially an interesting uh, Sweet 16 matchup mm-hmm. if Catfish Biffs can get past Senior Crawl. I'm not. Uh, I'm not too optimistic about that. The, the campus hot dog vendor, I mean, obviously always a staple outside Independence Hall as you were walking to and from mm-hmm. campus, uh, kind of next to University Hall. Uh, mean Mr. Mustard's an old old bar, kind of early to mid-90s. It seemed like that was that was gone by the late 90s. So that may, may suffer from some name recognition mm-hmm. issues. Thirsty Scholar's still there. Not, not, not the biggest bar. Not the most popular bar, not on, not right on High Street or, you know, it's kind of tucked away a little bit, kind of behind a gas station on Lane Avenue. It has its, it has its strong, strong supporters, but, you know, that's, I I don't, I don't see Thirsty Scholar getting past Adriaticos. Adriaticos has Mm -hmm. the fan base. Adriaticos is also a team that can go kind of different styles. It can do the New York style with the sliced, you know, the the wedge-shaped sliced pizza. They also have the Buckeye Pizza, which was uh, a Monday night classic in mm-hmm. in my dorm room. We'd watch professional wrestling and eat a uh, Adriatico's deep dish Buckeye Pizza. When you can play a couple different ways, that's going to make you a tough out. Like the Outer Inn, I don't know if Adriatico's has too many difficult matchups. the The Catfish Biffs, you know, I've I'm more of much more familiar with with them than than Hangover Easy, but these ten sevens are toss ups anyway. So I, you know, it could go either way. It just depends on whether the shots are falling. Syllabus day at fourteen. You know, every once in a while, it used to be about you know twenty years ago, you'd, you'd always want to make sure you take a fourteen seed. Uh, then it became you know you make sure you take a take a thirteen seed. But yeah, it's poor syllabus day. Everybody loves it. Uh, you know, you you don't have to take notes that day. You know, you don't have to take notes while you're watching. You just get your syllabus. Uh, but yeah, they have the oh boy, they have no shot. Now, when you're looking, oh gosh, Tom, senior crawl, as you said, it, will anybody be able to get past senior crawl? I don't know because they take up the entire sidewalk. You know, mm, that's true. So literally, it is it is difficult to get to get past senior crawl. Uh, it's also difficult to get through senior crawl, although it has much easier than when we were in school. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and and that that is setting up as a fantastic elite eight matchup, outer in versus senior mm-hmm. crawl. If if that's how that shakes out, you know you have arguably the single most popular campus bar versus kind of a smorgasbord of mm-hmm. literally every campus bar in one evening. That that'll be that'll be an interesting matchup. Whether you know whether the you know the one elite player can get past. You know the more balanced and deeper team that'll be that'll be quite a matchup. You know how everybody thinks basketball was better in their day. 
senior crawl basketball was much better in our day than it is today. There, there was more of it, you know, back then. There, there was more to see, more to watch, more to do. And now I, it's still a a an important thing, and it's still one of the top things at Ohio State. I just wonder, but you know what, Tom? It probably means as much to the people today as it did to us. We're just you know fuddy duddies. I remember seeing uh, the the 1960 Ohio State team was honored a, a couple weeks ago, and they talked about how basketball is you know it's it's not as good as it was. Maybe that's just me. Maybe now I am. Jerry Lucas. Yeah, too many set shots on, uh, you know, n- not enough set shots on senior crawl right now. I think that's that's definitely the major takeaway right there. So that is a Southwest region. Tom, um, who, who you got in that Southwest region? I, I think I'm going to have to stay without her in. I, I think you got to you got to play the favorite there. I hate I hate to be getting too chalky. I've got two ones mm-hmm. and a two right now. I, I don't I don't want to be too chalky in my final four, but I just. I don't. I don't know who beats out or in out of that bracket. You know who? Well, you know who beats out or in, and I'm not saying this is going to happen. But what if? Uh, what if? What if they get towed? <laughs> that that would be true. And and you know, the Shamrock Towing. You can you can never count out Shamrock Towing, no matter how much you want to. Yeah, and they uh, exactly. Uh, they're they're a dangerous team for sure. And so yeah, you just gotta gotta watch yourself. And make that placard visible, and if you have to get a couple and put one in in the back window as well, because sometimes, well, you know, we won't get into it. But uh, let's move on to the West Region, Tom, where we have already uh, revealed the number one seed of Varsity Club. They <laughs> they will be facing uh, the winners of the sixteen seed play in game uh, of Campus Partners uh, versus Buckeye Guy. And then we have the uh, the eight seed library bar, the library bar, um, the bar known as the library, facing the nine seed Mirror Lake Creamery, the five seed Beer Stube, facing the twelve seed O Patio, which uh, is no longer in service but was a flying tomato, has been uh, many other things, and it's amazing that that place can't stay open uh, because it's a, a cool location. And then we have the four seed mm, Papa Joe's R.I.P. Uh, facing the 13 seed Red Door Tavern. And Tom, is the Red Door Tavern even on campus? The, the Red Door Tavern is not on campus. However, the committee viewed the Red Door Tavern. It is a, it is on Fifth Avenue in Grandview. Mm-hmm. Red Door Tavern gets a little special dispensation. Woody Hayes used to eat there when he uh, was the coach at Ohio State. So True. a little bit of a special dispensation to uh, to get included in the field. I don't, I don't see the Red Door Tavern making a long run just... Because they're they're something of an out of conference team here, but <laughs> they're they're uh, mm-hmm. you know I when you. when when it, like on the East Coast, if George Washington slept somewhere, it's automatically a landmark. Mm-hmm. In Columbus, if Woody Hayes used to eat there, it's a landmark. Well, and we did have the uh, the Hall of Fame Cafe, which used to be what the highlight. So which, you know, yes, yeah, which which Woody Hayes uh, uh, enjoyed the anything. My these are I'm not really familiar with any of these other than the varsity club and Buckeye guy. Uh, <laughs> other than varsity club and the two play in game members that you wish you weren't familiar with. So Tom, let's talk about that play in game. Uh, Someone's got to win. Someone's got to win. And that's, hmm. that's going to be, 
You know, and I think the question is, yes, Campus Partners did ruin all of High Street, mm-hmm. but did it sign Earl Bruce's right. players only memorial card? And I think the answer there is no. So, you know, yes, yes, they have ruined everything, but mm-hmm. I, I think they at least advanced to go through and they haven't defeated the varsity club yet, have they? So, uh, Tom, imagine not advancing against Campus Partners. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, that's the magic of uh, of the this uh, of Smarsh Madness. Someone has to win. <laughs> someone has to advance. That's that's how this works. Yeah, the, Papa Joe's was was gone before I was there, but I, that's it, it's almost um, holy w- in regards to the reverence with which people would describe it, and so it's it's hard to go against that and. and because you you've seen what Papa Joe Papa Joe's has meant to people, maybe like what um, the outer end means to us that they had Papa Joe's, and so yeah, I, I think you're going to see quite a bit of um, nostalgia there. The beer stube, uh, you know, it, I, I think a lot of people still like that, still go there. It's kind of for me, it's out of the way. You know, it's hard to find, mm-hmm. uh, but when you find it, it's it's nice to watch. Just one thing that might keep the beer stube going and get it past Papa Joe's into the Sweet 16, you can't ever count out a bar with a jukebox that good. The mm. beer stube jukebox is is probably the best jukebox on campus, was 20 years ago, probably still is today. And you know, I think you, you will probably have people who would argue that the O Patio slash Flying Tomato that's a 12 seed should be the 5 and the beer stube should be the 12. Mm. Uh, that you you will have people who will make that argument, but I, I think that the beer stube is is just it is old enough that everyone knows it. Mm-hmm. It is it has its you know it it can only play the game one way, but it plays the game extremely well that way. And you know if if they can pull you into your into their kind of game, that's going to be a tough out. It's Wisconsin basketball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, don't don't get sucked into their game. You know, they they are yeah, Wisconsin or or Virginia, you know, yep, they could they could lose a first round game, they could go all the way. Right. Just it just depends on on the matchup and and who they're facing. All right, let's talk let's talk about the the bottom four teams in the the West region here. The 6 seed OHIO on the road. Boy, ooh, a facing 11 seed Nancy's Home Cooking. Then we go down to the three seed Mirror Lake jump facing fourteen seed Afro Duck. That's an interesting um, Mir- na- neighboring matchup. matchup. Yeah, yeah. And then the seven seed, <laughs> the seven seed of when the class note store came through before a final, and we'll get into that facing the ten seed Blue Danube, and then my, perhaps my personal second favorite, the two seed Porch Drinking facing the fifteen seed Ugly Tuna Saluna. And Tom, real quick on on this seven ten matchup, I, I I don't know if um if people today have been have have watched uh, class notes and understand what that style meant for guys like you and me. Well, you got to remember when the class notes store came through before final, they play in the same conference as the first warm day in the spring on the Oval, mm-hmm. and. You know, when you face the first warm day in the spring on the Oval, sometimes, you know, they have they have made a very, very strong history of knocking off attending class. 
So when you would get through class and towards the end of the, se the semester, if you didn't have someone else in your class who had a uh, more exemplary attendance record than you, uh, there was, and possibly still is, I'm going to guess was, a store that uh, just had, had people who were paid to attend those classes and take wonderful notes for you so that even if you happen to not make it to class due to illness or warm temperatures outside, uh, you, uh, you could go to this class note store, pay them a relatively small amount of money, and receive the knowledge which you were paying thousands and thousands of dollars to, uh, to take in that, that quarter or that semester. Yeah, Tom, you know how, like, uh, Tom is on Michigan State. They get better as the season go, goes on. They become more of a, a picture in the college basketball scene, and they get better and better uh, come, like, March. That's what when a class note store came through before final does. They're kind of off the radar early in a semester or early in a quarter back in our day, but they would get uh, – they'd come together. They'd get better and better and better. And by the end of the quarter or the semester, you knew like uh, you could rely on this team. You, you, you could, this is a team that could carry you through to the finals, any finals. Yeah. That, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as a seven seed, that, that's, whew. yeah, that's, that's, that's a dangerous, that's a dangerous spot. Now two seed porch drinking, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. again, arguably in the same conference as the uh, class note store because porch, porch drinking in the class note store, they have, they are familiar with each other as programs, yes. um, but you know you have you have a little bit of cause and effect there, and uh, symbiosis. You know, the, cause is, the cause is the choice, and the uh, effect there is the fallout. I think I think the uh, the cause porch drinking is is going to probably get enough uh, enough support there. I, I am fascinated by the number six seed uh, OHOIO on the road versus number three Mirrors Lake Jump as a potential second round because mm. Mirror wow. Lake Jump. You know, ten years ago, Mirror Lake Jump might have been a one seed. There right. was some. Uh, it has it has gone away as a tradition uh, due to uh, an unfortunate incident that happened during it, and you just you don't know how that's going to play out with with uh, you know on the court. That that could be that that'll be real interesting to see. OHI on the road, obviously, always always a favorite. That is, if if Ohio State is winning a road game. All you have to do is take out your phone and shoot OHIO going around the visiting stadium, and uh, immediately it is 200 retweets. Just auto mm -hmm. automatically, just hit send and just wait for the retweets to flow in. That is universally beloved. It's just it's just a matter of uh, is that you know is that enough to uh, overcome Mirror Lake Jump? Oh, I, I think if there is a, a six seed or below on this bracket anywhere that could could. Uh, could make the final four. It's either Apollos or the OHIO on the road. I, I think that the problem that OHIO on the road has is is the porch drinking. It travels. You know, porch drinking travels. It can play in any any city, any arena, any day, night. Um, it, you know how defense travels. Porch drinking travels, and rain, shine, beach, snow, really. You talk about styles that they, there's not much that they can't handle. Um, but that OHIO on the road, that's something you want every single road game. That's something you look for. And so you're right. I mean, that that's a tough one. But 
I think Port Stricken could very easily be a one seed uh, in almost any bracket that you can come up with. So is that uh, is that your pick to come out of this bracket out of the West region? I yeah I'm, I'm yeah I'm gonna go with Porch Drinking over Vars Varsity Club. Um, yeah, I, I think Varsity Club is gonna come out of that their their section. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with the two seed Porch Drinking, uh, giving me a final four of uh, Porch Drinking, the Outer in the what first warm day of spring on the Oval. Is that what I went with? I Tom, so. were you writing this down? No. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, and then sweatshirt weather in the fall. So that's that's two ones and, and two twos. Where are you uh, with the uh, with the uh, West Region, Tom? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the map a little bit off the board. I, I'm gonna take OHIOO on the road. Wow. I think that I think that that's you know every year there's a team that surprises you that comes kind of out of nowhere that. If you picked them on Selection Sunday, you'd say, that doesn't, no, they're not going to do it. That's not going to happen. I think they could get hot. I think that's a that's a team that can beat anyone on the right day. And I, I don't see an absolute, I mean, everyone in that bracket is a, just has a little bit of a flaw. Mirror Lake Jump doesn't happen anymore. Porch drinking, not for everyone. Varsity Club, it's okay. It's fine. Everyone loves the Varsity Club. But I don't know that the Varsity Club is anyone's favorite. Like, it, the Varsity Club is probably in most people's top three favorite places mm-hmm. on campus. But I don't know how many people it's the favorite. I think you're going to get a, a real dark horse coming out of that bracket. I'm going to go with OHIO on the road well, out, of, it, out of the West. Tom, what I'll agree with is at OHIO on the road's best, they can beat anybody. When, when they are loud and it's a particular venue perhaps in the state of michigan undefeated at their best you could they they could be anybody and that's that's the outer in that's uh obviously you think they're going to be porch drinking i mean yeah you know that that's first warm day of spring that's sweatshirt weather at their best there may be nothing better but tom where were they at Purdue? Yeah. Where well, were they that, at Iowa? I, I'm not sure that fell directly on them. There may have been other uh, more direct causes. And I think I think where where you have a, a much bigger concern is even sometimes when they win. What is what does an OHIO on the road do when you're playing at Rutgers? That's that doesn't mean anything. There's 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 times <laughs> when it means something and there's times when it don't. It doesn't. True. And you have to. You have to, if you're, if you are a fan of OHIO on the road, you have to hope that when people are looking at this, it's that Michigan game that comes to mind, not Rutgers, yeah. not uh, oh a neutral site game against TCU. Like no, that when if it is, if people are thinking about Michigan, that's when they get hot. You're you're right. Sometimes that OHIO on the road, say at Rutgers, it's like a, an an A Rod Homer in the in, in the playoffs when the Yankees are down twelve one. You know, mm-hmm. back in the day, it's one of those things. Like, yeah, it's here, but but what does it mean? This doesn't really impress us. Uh, so you're right, but they they do have the, the this little up and down thing. But it, and again, when they're up, that, that they're tough, and that's why I think they are a six seed. I think I agree with the committee on that one because there is some variance there. Tom, are you gonna you gonna pick a winner out of the uh, 
the the east region versus the south region well my uh my final four i've got two of two of the best days of the year the sweatshirt weather coming out of the uh out of the east two seed and uh south south region uh number one the first warm day of the spring i i have always been a fall guy i will take they, they made a series about me on nbc way back in the 80s um but i i will i will take sweatshirt weather in the fall to win that that semifinal. Uh, that's you know the first warm day of the spring on the oval absolutely absolutely nothing wrong with that it just sweatshirt weather in the fall it has that staying power the first warm day of the fall it's a day sweatshirt weather in the fall you can get a good solid month of sweatshirt weather in the fall before it turns into winter and yeah that's that's uh i i I think i'm i'm going to take them to go to the finals what about you Uh, here's here's where I, i go when you look at an ohio state brochure of campus the trees are full of leaves they're not just budding like it would in the spring, so it's it's full. Uh, it's closer to the the first. Uh, it's closer to sweatshirt weather and fall. All of these pictures that you see of campus of your campus, the, the two best types of weather are some decent warm spring and some cool fall after you've gone through a hot summer. And to boot, it's also football season. Mm-hmm. So I, I think there's a lot of qualities with sweatshirt weather in the fall that the first warm day of spring on the Oval doesn't have. They're not as deep. They, they've got a good, you know, three in, in the starting five. But sweatshirt weather in the fall is deeper to go all the way in the tournament. Six games, you need depth, you need bench. And I, boy... I wouldn't have thought this going in, but you put them up against each other, and yeah, I'm going to have to go with the sweatshirt weather in the fall to come out of there. And then, Tom, uh, what about the other side? Well, the other side, uh, southwest region, uh, I believe I took uh, the outer in, mm-hmm. uh, coming out of the southwest region, and OHIO on the road on the west region. I don't know. I don't know who's beating Outer Inn here. I, I Outer I think Outer Inn is is going to I know there are some people who I know are not fans and that's that's all right. I just I think you've got the the power rating there, uh the overall execution, the consistency. I think I think you got to go Outer Inn there. It, great great run for OHIO on the road, mm-hmm. but I think the the Cinderella run ends in the final four. Yeah, to me this is a fascinating matchup because one of the things that I like about the Outer Inn is because um, they play the same style as porch drinking. They mm-hmm. they can do the exact same thing. You know, if you if you like porch drinking style, you can the Outer Inn will give that to you. But they can do more, and they are more Ohio State than porch drinking. I said porch drinking travels. It's because porch drinking is kind of nomadic. It's not necessarily an Ohio State thing, uh, even though everybody at Ohio State porch drinks. So. But it, but again, it, that's also other other teams utilize that as well. So yeah, I'm definitely taking the outer end here over porch drinking because the outer end is is can do that. They they can give you that. We both have the outer end coming out facing sweatshirt weather in the fall. Tom, um, do you want to you do want to crack at this one first? I have a feeling we're going different directions here. I I am. This may not be a 
uh, pick that everyone is going to make. But this is this is where my heart is. Sweatshirt weather in the fall, undefeated, can't can't be beaten. The the best the best month of the year, football season, fall. Everyone's back on campus. The weather's nice. It's not hot anymore. It's uh, you know it's cool, refreshing, and sleep with the windows open. Mm. Yeah, I I, uh, I I would not I would not personally see anyone beating sweatshirt weather in the fall. But I have I have a feeling you're going a different direction here. Tom, let me ask you about this. What about sweatshirt weather in the fall on the outer ends porch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's, there's there's but but then then it's porch drinking, and then <laughs> you know there's there's just. It, this could go a couple, a couple different ways, but yeah, I, I uh, you, you could sweatshirt weather if, in the fall. That's a twenty-four hour process, and and if, if you're you, if you're making a twenty-four hour process out of the outer end, mm-hmm. you're probably violating some liquor laws, and also uh, <laughs> probably not living the most healthy lifestyle you could. Well, trust me, um, I have been part of violating some liquor laws at the outer end, but that was the 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 statute of limitations. I'm sure is has gone, uh, but if you could combine. Sweatshirt weather in the fall and the outer end. If there is some way to combine these two things, ha, huh, man, what a, what a super team you'd have. If, if, if somehow you could have the, the experience of being at the outer end, uh, and a little bit of coolness and wearing your sweatshirt in the fall, if these two things could come together, boy, uh, nothing could stop them. That's, that is, uh, that is some early '90s UNLV if it all if it all oh, comes yes. together there. Yes, uh, but I am going with the outer end. Uh, they will crush your paltry sweatshirt weather in the fall. They will stomp you into the ground. I may have five hundred dollars on this. Yeah, and and that's that's fair. What what kind of odds did you get on it? Uh, three to one. Three to one. That's that's, uh, that's not a great that's bet. A pretty. Yeah, that's that's those are respectable odds. I mean, it's a, a one seed. That's there's not great odds, but it's that's respectable. Now, one thing you mentioned was the uh, campus brochure angle of it. Then mm-hmm. I know there are people probably wondering about one of our bubble teams, which was outdoor classes, uh, fell fell just short of the bubble, um, just not not enough exposure. You, you see them in those brochures. Mm-hmm. Once you're on campus, just just you don't get exposed to them enough. It's like, oh, yeah, th- these right. only happen in college Fleeting. brochures. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so just just not the consistency. I was surprised, brother Jed. Didn't make it, you know, yeah. um, he's, uh, he talks a good game, but doesn't necessarily put it together on the court. Uh, very argumentative with the refs, uh, with the other team, uh, but still a staple of the Ohio state area. Um, you know, this, at this point, this is where we would bring in Dick Vitale to cry about somebody missing it. And now just please imagine Dick Vitale saying brother Jed should have made the tournament and how it's a travesty. And all of that, or just imagine Brother Jed doing it. I, I think I think what I'm taking away here is that Jim Beheim is the Brother Jed of the NCAA tournament. Did I did I do that correctly? I think that is the that is how you do it, uh, Tom. Uh, I'm glad we didn't pick the same teams uh, entirely, but I, I think we did a good thing here. And I mean, this is just us, but we're going to be passing this out uh, to everybody else for them to. Uh, really decide how this is going to go. Yeah, this is this is out of our hands now. We it's selection Sunday. We have revealed the bracket. You have it now. I'm sure you've been following along and filling out your bracket as we've uh, as been going through. You're probably already starting to fill out that bracket and who you 
who you would pick in each of those those follow-up matchups. You will get to vote on it. We'll have those uh, have those polls started uh, shortly on uh, theozone.net, and we will then have uh, you'll, we'll have uh, each round each day coming this week, and uh, we'll have we'll crown a champion. Uh, I think by the end of the week, if if I've done the math correctly. You know, Tom, I'm looking at the South Region again, and the two seed walking out of the last final of the quarter. Really, um, boy, that that's a tough one to go against, and then. I think Tommy's Pizza might come through in a lot of people's brackets. Those are, those are two that um, I've, I've got my eye on. But, again, we better wrap this up uh, so that people can get to their own brackets. We want to thank you all for listening, for uh, following along. And, Tom, anything else you've got to add? Uh, just uh, please support our corporate champions. Um, you've you've mm-hmm. seen us drinking out of our uh, our Smarch Madness cups all, uh, all, all uh, show. And uh, so we ask you please to support our corporate champions um, so that we can start drinking out of regular cups again. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. And uh, don't forget to fill out your own Smart Madness brackets. And we will talk to you guys later.